Welcome to the Real Estate Fight Club, a podcast for agents where you'll witness a battle of opinions about topics affecting your real estate business. There are many ways for agents to achieve success. The secret is to find which approach will work for you. Now, always in your corner, here are your hosts, Jen Mertland and Monica Weekly. Welcome to this series of Real Estate Fight Club. This is a series called Realtor Jail, where we talk about professional standards, committee cases, code of ethics, violations. Here with me today is Jim Camarada. Hey, Jim. And how are you today? Good. So today, though, you have a scenario, not necessarily a violation, maybe, maybe not, but not an official case, but a scenario that we run into all the time. And it's, it's about disclosure of projects from neighbors. And we're going to talk about it and we're going to see what we think. So tell us what yeah. happened. Yeah, because uh, Article 2 so says that realtors shall avoid exaggeration, misrepresentation, or concealment of pertinent facts relating to the property or the transaction. You know what? Also, we should broaden that. That's related to what you say your transactions are as an agent. I'm just kidding and heckling these agents. But so many people say, like, we all know these people. They say, oh, I did so many deals. And then you look them up and you're like, in how, like, in maybe 10 years, you've done that. But you exaggerated and sounded like it was this year. Well, as the broker, I have access to a program called Broker Metrics that I can pull the stats on any agent. We can do that as a realtor. Any agent yeah. in my multiple list system, and it puts it into a really neat format. So, yeah, I don't have to anyway. go searching through. It's right there in one program. Code so. of ethics violation at code number two. All right, go yeah. ahead. So what happened? Yeah. So here's the scenario. Listing agent gets a phone call from the owner of the property, the seller. Okay. There's a pending closing by tomorrow. Oh. And the seller, owner of the current property, was notified by the, by the next-door neighbor that the neighbor was going to erect a fence along the property line. Okay. Is that a so, problem? Well, the question that was asked was, is there a moral, ethical, or legal obligation to notify the buyer of the property that a fence is going up on the property line? So, Jen, <laughs> if you were sitting in the judge's seat, how would you respond to that question? Is there an ethical, moral, or legal obligation to disclose a fence that's going to be on the neighbor's property, not encroaching in any way, shape, or form? Notify the buyer. Okay, I get it. I understand the question. So, <laughs> I think that... It doesn't change the disclosures in any way, correct? What What do you mean by any disclosures? Like the property disclosures, because it's not about the property and there's no encroachment, you said, and there's nothing. Right, right. right. They got permits. I, I think it's a courtesy. What is, I guess I would have some additional questions. Like, does, I think it's a courtesy to tell, to notify the other agent because it does change, something changes, right? But not really. Do I think they can get out of the contract? Unlikely, because it's not on their property. Unless right. like this fence is in a way that it makes sense that by doing this fence, they're like somehow changing the like what the buyer thought they were getting. Does that make sense? 
Well, after probing some more questions with the agent, I said, like is what? it going what did to you ask her? What did you ask in, them? Number one, is it all on the neighbor's property? Yes. Right. Were proper okay. permits and such obtained? Yes. Right. So is there any way that it's infringing on the subject property? No. Are there okay. view, views that are being obstructed? No. It's strictly a privacy fence. Okay. okay. Is it, what's the nature of the buyer? Is it, how's it going to affect the buyer? Well, it's an investor. So the investor will never live on the property, just going to rent it out. So quiet enjoyment, you know, enhancement. I mean, I feel like a fence in general adds value more often than it detracts. It generally it does. Yeah, generally it does, assuming that it's the right kind of fence. But I also think that it's okay. I think it's, I don't know if it's moral or ethical. I just think it's like common courtesy to be like, oh, something has changed. The neighbor has told me that they're putting up a fence. That's yep. what I know. And that's pretty much how I responded. I said, it's more of a courtesy issue than anything else. Is it right. violating ethics? No. Is it violating anything about disclosing? No, it's it's on the neighbor's property, not the subject. So property. there's no, right, exactly. And the legal obligation as I see it or anything else other than courtesy. Right. So I, I agree. Mean, but it, so, that was a darn good question, you know, and it got me to thinking. What if the buyer had said that fence is like, I don't like it. And that's not like, could they get out of the contract for that? My first words out of my mouth would be, you need to seek legal counsel. This is a legal issue. It's above our pay grade. And you need to follow your legal counsel advice. So we can't help you there. Do you have a guess on what they would say? Not even a clue. That's because you're mean, a broker. Yeah, again, Look, I'm I, not I, a broker and I don't think it doesn't, and I'm not a lawyer, but I don't see how they would have, yeah, if it's just like a normal fence, like say in a neighborhood or whatever. Yeah, I agree with you. But this is a good question because like where where does this kind of begin and end? So if it's like, let's say the neighbor is putting an above ground pool, I mean, you can't do anything about that. Exactly. But we did the one case where they moved the bus stop, remember? Mm-hmm. Okay, so it was like, okay, what if so- the city does something and they they like moved the bus stop? Do you legally like have to disclose that? And what if you didn't know? Well, in that particular case, as I recall, the reason that that purchaser bought that property was because of the bus line physical yeah. conditions that didn't allow that person to be able to drive. So. He depended on the bus transportation, public transportation. And because that went away, it it kind of queried the deal for him. Except that it's probably was not written into the contract. Yeah, I don't remember the details. And the agent, the listing agent and the seller may not have, one, known that that was even a problem. Or two, like may not have even known that happened because maybe they don't use the bus. Like they may not have even realized But I think what I hope people are getting out of today's conversation is like when there's new information, personally, I think oversharing the information is not a bad thing. I think you should do that. Do you agree? Exactly. Exactly. Disclose, disclose, disclose. The issue with the fence is more of a courtesy more than anything else. But if it was, yeah, but if it's something inside the house or something on the property, it could make the transaction. Yep. I had another phone call last night about, 
The disclosure said that the roof was 10 years old. The owners had lived there for 30 years, and it was discovered two days before closing that the roof is the original roof. It's 25, 30 years old. So do we have a misrepresentation there? Very possibly. So this is why you have to take every case individually and look at it from that particular... But let's talk about that. So it was discovered that the roof was original prior to the sellers. The the current sellers did not put the roof on and they had lived there for 30 years. Is that what happened? Yeah, something like that. I don't have all the details on that. It was a a brief phone call. You know, whether I felt that there was... Yeah. Some serious issues there. And I said, you might have a misrepresentation there. So yeah. you better talk to a lawyer. That's crazy. <laughs> well, Jim, this is good because this is real life, right? Like this, we're all, we, we get into these pickles, quandaries. If people have a referral for you in Minnesota or they, you know, want some more information from you, what is the best way to get a hold of you? Oh, I love referrals. Either email, which is first and last name, Jim Camarada at kw.com or Text or, or call me at 612-562-7461. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Real Estate Fight Club podcast. Make sure to hit the subscribe button so you get updates when new episodes are available. And we truly love feedback and would appreciate all likes, reviews, and suggestions for future topics.